Hey, come on down, come on down. Hey, welcome to the ATL watering hole with Luana and EJ dropping gems with the love and the laughs on replay. They highlight the vibe, talk ish and get live. So fasten your seatbelt and enjoy the ride down the 85. Hit the cruise control. Next stop is the ATL watering hole down the 85. Hit the cruise control. Next stop is the ATL watering hole. Hello, guys. It's EJ and Loana, and it's another episode of ATL Watering Hole. So it's been a minute. Um, let's see, some things have passed uh, since the last time we recorded, but Super Bowl is done. <laughs> Woohoo! Rihanna killed it. Who was in that again? Who did we watch win and who Eagles did we watch lose? Kansas City. Got it. Ooh, Had a job we my memory. We were robbed. She says we as we. though it's really a we. Yeah, it is a we. She is what I call a bandwagoner. And I don't care. I'll accept She that. is a recent bandwagoner. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, as a resident Cowboys fan, it could have been anyone on the field opposing the Eagles. And I was going for them. So shout out to Kansas City. You, you understood hater. the assignment. We was Thank robbed. you for understanding the assignment. But I will say it was an exciting game. It was fun to watch. To the very end. To the very end. Well, that last, that last quarter, that last couple of seconds was whack. But at the same time, the game itself overall was really good. So that's that's to be commended, I guess. I don't like boring games. It was a right. game it wasn't we, boring. It was exciting. So shout Speaking out of boring, those commercials the were Eagles. lacking. The commercials were not giving at all. At all. I just... <laughs> I only saw uh-huh. one commercial that I really liked and it was like with some animals doing the electric slide or playing the electric slide song and I think it was advertising an electric car or something. Okay. But I thought that was cute. Yeah, all the other commercials was kind of like, huh? That's what y'all was doing? I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't giving that commercial. y'all paid millions of dollars for that. Right. <laughs> not at all. Maybe we're just getting out of touch with what's funny. I hope that's not it, Lord. I still <laughs> Dang, it just wasn't. No, they just weren't landing. I think the funniest one that I enjoyed was the Dunkin' Donuts one with uh, Ben Affleck and J Lo. That was the best one out of the whole thing. Other than that, I was just kind of underwhelmed. It was very long too. Yeah, that Dunkin' commercial was long. They also had the one with Bradley Cooper and his mother. It I was a T-Mobile or a Sprint commercial. Definitely missed that one. That was cute. It. But for what I did see, I was unimpressed. Yeah. So, but other than that, our it survived. We have two foe. Obviously, is Rihanna. She killed it. Um, in addition to announcing her pregnancy, her second pregnancy, and she yeah. looked amazing. And a lot of people, of course, going back and forth that she should have done more. They were expecting more, but the girl gave you a whole performance, and she was pregnant. Like, what else do you want from me? Yeah. Now, I do feel like Rihanna and Miss Cheryl Lee Ralph was trying to tell us who they wanted to win through them colors. It was red and white everywhere. they both had on red. And white. I I was like, okay, who are you rooting for? I mean, nobody had no green They picked the right side. Whatever. They picked the right side. I kind of feel like maybe what they said about the games being... she Rigged. is such a hater. Now they read. Maybe. It's now due to colors, all of the sub, subliminal programming I was peeping. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm full of shit. Red been popping. Red been popping. I mean, it has. You know how many colors. teams have red? I mean, it's I one of my favorite colors, so I'm not denying that. I just yeah. I just kind of felt like everybody was wearing a lot of red. It was just is it was that, a lot. Is that so? Yes. Okay. Secondly, the uh, the gentleman who did the national anthem did an excellent job. I missed that. You missed it. I it was did. really good. He did a good job. He's I a thought the singer. lady sang the national anthem. She sang the black national anthem. Oh, okay. he sang, of course, the American national. So anthem. I missed all of that. I was somewhere in the kitchen trying to cook some rotel and missed all of it. Like somehow okay. my TV was on mute. Like it was on. But I couldn't hear anything. And when I came back, they were doing kickoff. Okay, got it. Well, so he, he stuck it. within his range, but it was given like, I would not be shocked if he was married to a black woman because it had a lot of soul in it. Now, was okay? she within her range? Because I've Ooh. seen... Shirley Ralph? Yes. Absolutely. I've seen... <laughs> she was definitely... Within... I saw me. She was almost too low for me. I, I saw memes that said she didn't understand the assignment. Okay, okay so it was a mixed bag, right? <laughs> I thought she could have sang just a tad bit higher. But my aunt was like, well, she's an alto. So she's stuck within her range because that song really can go either way. But if you go too high, you're going to be off key. I'm here for an alto. Yeah. So I think she did a good job. Plus on top of that was probably, I don't know, you're in Arizona. I don't think she would have been cold, but I don't know what the temps are in those stadiums that can impact 
your voice and everything. I never you know? knew she was a singer. So. Oh, you didn't know her for Dream Girls? That's why her very first performance. You know, I remember Dream Girls, but for some reason, it just fails me. Now, what was her role in Dream Girls? She would have been playing the role that Beyonce played. So, you know, Jennifer. Oh, wait. Okay, huh? so she did get cast for Dream Girls or she did not? She did. She was in the Broadway version of Dream Girls. Oh, well, girl, when I it ain't first never seen premiered. No Broadway. The point of the matter is that's one of the first things that she's known for is Dream Girls. But at the same time, she was upstaged by whoever the other girl is. Her name is also Jennifer. She sings the original. And I am telling right. you that one. Okay, well, I wouldn't know her from Broadway because I've never been to Broadway. I'm broke. So what What other things we don't do you have know Cheryl Lee Ralph for? <laughs> Probably. Acting, yeah. Okay, I've so Moesha. seen her on TV. Yeah, right. Moesha's mom, Abbott right. Elementary. Right. You know, right. I've never seen her sing. Sister so, Act Two, when she was yeah, okay, singing, don't, do don't pay no bills. Sing. But you know what? I don't. Even though there was a lot of singing in Sister Act, I don't associate with the people who played in Sister Act as being singers for some reason. My brain just doesn't. I, I need you to rewatch Sister Act. I've watched it, and I know they be singing, but I just. <laughs> And like Lauren Hill and one of them, like I, yeah. I don't know why my brain does that. I just don't. Because at this point, I, I guess that's the only thing that Lauren Hill has done acting wise, since. right? And so to me, she's the only one that I would identify as a singer because I certainly don't think Whoopi is a singer, but everybody around was. I don't know what's wrong with my brain. And, anyway, yeah. Okay, so I might go back and have to watch right. her singing of the Black National Anthem because yes. that's cool. Yes, didn't even realize they were going to do both. That's pretty dope. So our shout second, out to Rihanna. Hold on. Oh, I just want to say shout okay. out to Rihanna. The pregnancy unveiling was beyond me because I was watching all of the updates on my feed real time. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, is she pregnant? You know, I'm I watching a pregnant woman fat. provide. And I thought so too. And I said, everybody's going to be shamed when they realize they have put their foot in their mouths because this girl ain't pregnant. Right. Turns out she is. Yes. So shout out to you for making pregnancy not even look like pregnancy, girl. Right. That's how you do out here it. doing the damn thing. I love she it. She have on a Versace, Gucci. Girl, don't get me lying. All I know is the coat was um in honor of Andre Leon Talley, who she was very close to. He was the former editor of Vogue. Okay. And he passed away a couple years ago. Okay, cool. So they were quite close, and apparently, um, I think he dressed her several times for the Met Gala. So um, that jacket in particular was uh, in um, memory of him because he wore something similar. He was known for his big coat. Right. Okay. See, I didn't even know all of that backstory. Mm -hmm. Shout out to you, girl, because you're pregnant and you was all up in the air on the like. All up in the air. On a little moving thing. Mm -hmm. That's dope. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then secondly, our our second is a vibe is Viola Davis out here. E-G-O-T-E got. Yes. Okay. Come on with it. Black women have been doing the thing. We've been doing the thing for the last couple of years. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Forever. Yeah. It's Black History Month, y'all. It just feels like it's a a renaissance of sorts. Shout out to every black woman everywhere. Everywhere. It is Black History Month and there is no history without black history and there is no black history without the black woman. Hello. Period. Period. So, yes. She got her EGOT. Her dress was beautiful. I Mm -hmm. saw the highlights. Obviously, I don't watch... Um any of those award shows pretty much anymore. I don't. Just because I can't keep up. Um, but I'm guessing she got the Tony or the Grammy, Grammy. was her yes. most recent her auto, and it's, uh, uh, It was auto auto her book. memoir. Yep. Her it's called her memoir, Finding Me. Nice. And I hadn't even heard of it. So I now I have to... Have yeah. you listened? I have not. I don't really, you, all your <laughs> books are such a mixed yeah. bag for me. Because yeah. I feel like I'm not going to pay attention enough yeah. to enjoy it. It depends, I think, on who's narrating it and what the story entails. Because I most recently tried to watch, watch, I'm sorry, listen to Michelle Obama's mm-hmm. The Light Within Us or mm-hmm. The Light We... Light, the Light We Give or something. Light, somebody Some Light. Light, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Shout out to you, Michelle, girl. You cute. Yeah. I got to like chapter two and I was like the uh, audio? Yeah. Oh, the wow. audio. But it's me. I don't do well with audiobooks. Okay. I don't have a good history right. of it. So it's still right. on my phone. Yeah. I still have the goal to get through it by the end of twenty twenty three, but 
me and audiobooks. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I, I get. It. I, I um listen to Jennifer Lewis's audiobook, and I just I only got bits and pieces of it. I feel like I need to read that book. I need yeah. to physically hold it in my hands. Yeah, yeah. I, the audios are just thing. making me maybe okay. are just making me a little unless it's like super. Compelling, right? I'm not gonna be like, it I has to be like a that. true crime or something, like, something. you know, because something. those, I give you. it to me in spurts. I can't have it all in yeah. one, or I'm, I'm just gonna zone out. I ain't heard nothing you said, exactly, right? And they say most of the time when you're, I can think back when we were in law school, you're you're going to be paying attention for about 20 minutes before you zone out. Zone out. That's what they said. They say you have 20 minutes to captivate an audience, and after that, it's probably lost in translation. Pretty much. So. So. Yeah. Anyway, so shout, shout out to, to you. our It's a Vibes. We are just in awe of you. You. Just, keep I love doing to see what it. you're doing. Keep on. Keep on keeping on. So moving right along, we're gonna get right into our topic. We're gonna flush this out because we've been going back and forth on how we want to frame this question to the to the people and how we're going to discuss this. Mm. So how do you navigate when your significant other, whether boyfriend, married, whatever, mm-hmm. has a friend and I'm doing the, you know, the bunny ears, quote unquote, mm. friend that you don't necessarily like, you right. know? That some, there's something about them or there's a situation that has come up or perhaps you know too much about them because, you know, when, you, when you're in a serious relationship, you tell your significant other just about everything. Let's yeah. just be clear. You do. And so sometimes they might be telling you things that you probably should know if, I don't know, if, if you want to keep things on the up and up, if that makes sense. Like if you know that the friend has a CD pass in terms of their own relationships, which you necessarily <laughs> want your spouse hanging around them, you know, like doing boys trips yeah. and whatnot. And well, what, yeah, well, what are y'all going to be doing on said trip? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And interestingly enough, I think we share these things naturally, not right. even thinking about those repercussions, thinking about like later on, they're going to be like, okay, why do you keep this type of company? I think people willingly share Mm -hmm. what their friends go through with their significant other here and there, especially if it's once they meet your significant other, right? It's like, oh, okay, you know, so-and-so. Remember that girl you saw him with? He ain't with that girl no more. She cheated on him. Mm. I I mean, like, we just willingly share those things. And I don't think we really think about what you just said, which right. is how you can overshare to the point of now I'm questioning every time you step out the door with that person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I'm a firm believer in the sentiment. You are the company you keep. Mm. And interestingly enough, my best friend, who's a guy is dating a lady and he does been dating how, long like, now? how long have they been? Da- Probably about two years. I think it'll be three in November or something oh. like that. Okay. So two and a little bit. Two and a possible. Two and a little bit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't, he does not like the company that she keeps. And I remember this being a bone of contention from the very beginning, actually. Interestingly enough. Okay. Even like right after they decided to make it official, you know, he mentioned like, I don't know about her friends, woo, woo, woo. And so then we all went on this group trip. Together to Vegas. Okay. This is the infamous trip when I can't plant hard. Plant hard. <laughs> we like hold on. Down. Man <laughs> down. For no okay. Reason. She didn't even do nothing exciting. <laughs> that is not the story we said we were gonna go with. It, we said it, oh, we were well, gonna tell people okay, that I was I'm, hanging from the chandelier. Edder, I'm gonna need you to take that last part out. Yeah, because that. if anybody needs to know, okay, I was trying to do this sex move where you hang upside down mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. the light fixture. Right. That's what what she said. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. That's mm-hmm. what happens. Right. And that's how I came back from Vegas. Right. You know, in a wheelchair. Anywho, Anywho. Everyone went on this trip and I had the pleasure of meeting some of his significant other's friends. Got it. And this was her real time, her first time really like having any extended time with me. Mm. And also my significant other was there. And so, you know, it was a group of us, but it was just a mixed bag of Personalities. Personalities, dispositions, how we party. Because mm. Vegas is not about Vegas. Vegas is about who you do Vegas with. Mm. And I've said that and I still stand behind that because the very first time I went to Vegas, I had a blast. This very last time, I'm not sure I ever want to go back. Mm. 
And it's not just because I came back in a wheelchair. It's also because the vibe was just a little bit off. Mm. And so when we were there, you know, he was making comments like, you know, I well, felt that, like that girl there with her significant other at the time or was she solo dolo? She was. No, she's single. She was single. Okay. Yeah, she was single. So um, Kai's girlfriend has had three friends that came and only one of them had a, a significant other who came. The okay. other two were single. Okay. And one of the single ones is her best friend, like okay. her closest friend. Okay. But. Kai really had concerns about all of them, but specifically the best Okay, so did he meet the girlfriend when he, where they met all together? How did he meet her is what I'm saying. Her being girlfriend. How did he meet? The best friend? No, no, at the best friend. How did he meet the girlfriend? Oh, on an app. On an app. Okay. So he He met on an app, but he had already come in contact with the best friend because they were roommates. Okay. So they had been dating for a while before we all went to Vegas. Got it. That okay. was my first time, though, meeting her friends. Hmm. So he had voiced these concerns to me over the phone. Like, you know, I don't really know. But I just feel like the women that she hangs out with are a little thotty. They thirsty for attention. The energy is just off. I feel like they would use a nigga for his money. Mm. You know, just different concerns. And I'm like... You might be exaggerating. You might be a little scarred. I don't know if you being too judgy here. And so when we went on the group trip, it was twofold, right? It was like, yeah, you're on this trip. Have a good time. Bond. But you're also on this trip to spy and let me know what you really think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you know, there was moment. There were moments. One moment in particular, I'll just share. We were all at this pool party, this rooftop pool party. And they all got in the pool. It's like standing room in this pool. And I didn't get in it. <laughs> so I'm like standing back from afar, kind of just watching. But me and, and Darnell are like on this side, just chilling, kind of doing our thing. Mm-hmm. But I can read my best friend Kai's body language and kind of know like, you know, okay. He wasn't feeling it. He wasn't feeling it. So long story short, when the pool party was over, it was like, well, there was this incident where we're standing in the pool and there were a group of guys over there that were clearly like, you know, fine and physically fit. Now, I did see the guys. Okay. He's like, you know, the other two single friends decide they want to kind of go over there and engage with the the men. Okay. Why she over there too? And I'm... (laughs) Now, he's like, but I'm standing right here. So for you to like make your mm. way over there like you got to play wing woman in this moment is a little off-putting. And if you'll do it Have in front of me, everybody's drinking in Vegas. Okay. Yeah. But is that okay? Because drinking is just really an extension of what you really going to do. I'm trying to think. Okay. How would I react if I'm with my single girlfriends, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to wing woman for them, but I'm also there with my man. How do I navigate that? And, you know, I guess trying to keep everybody happy. But is that your job in that moment? I don't know. It ain't mine. I don't know. I don't know. It ain't mine because you don't know what I'm saying. So was she acting like Kai wasn't there? I mean, no, I don't think so. But she did walk off from him. She just said, Bae, I'll be right back. Nothing. She just like. Even I don't know if saying to Bae, I'll be right back to go smile at some random niggas faces is going to be sufficient. Uh, You feel me? Like, I don't really know if that's going to get it. mm. So anyway, Mm. ever since that moment, I just feel as though. He has a sour, I feel like before that moment, he had a sour taste in his mouth for them. But after it, now he really does not fuck with them. So what I'm saying is, is it bad that the two single friends were off talking to single men? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they were there to do. Have fun. I'm trying to figure out what is the issue that Kai has with the girls? Like, what if, have they done something that was like questionable to not like them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I think that it's some of the narrative that she shared, which is what you were asking earlier. You know, do we sometimes share things about our friends to our significant others that then puts a sour taste in their mouths for our friends? Right. right? So right. prior to the incident, I think she had already shared some things about her friends. Then he was putting that together with what he saw okay. in person. Then okay. after their interaction with the random guys at the pool, they had commentary in the Uber on the way back to the house. When we all got back to the house, they were, you know, doing girl chat, but he's privy to it. He's around. Right. And I don't, I don't think he liked what he heard, nor the behaviors that he saw. I mean, these are single women. What are they supposed to say? Okay, you can be single and not be thotty. 
You can be single and have decorum. Do, do you we can be not single need a body season? I mean, but that's the thing. Is your thotty season going to be when you best friends with my man? My woman? That's the problem. So that's just like saying, okay, if you're saying everybody needs a thotty season, then everybody needs a fuckboy season. So if you with... You said that? If, 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 okay, so if Ricky's homeboy is going through a fuckboy season, are you mad? Or can he hang out with him? Can they be at the bar okay, I see your point. on a Friday? I see your point. I see your point. Kicking it. I, I see your point. Now, you know what's funny? Because... since Ricky and I have been together he is definitely an overshare and I am too to some degree right Mm -hmm. and I remember him telling me stories about his brother his brother he they are super duper close but the other day actually we're having a conversation about people making mistakes right this is about business stuff but his brother just made the joke he thought this was a joke he says I made the mistake in cheating and he, everybody just laughed. Like, and I'm like, uh, like, sir, that's not a mistake. how is that on topic? It wasn't. It was really <laughs> random. That's how I was like. That was deep in his soul. He had been waiting to get that out. Like, I don't know why he decided that I needed to know that. Because you anyone. are my husband's brother. And I've heard many, many a story about But no you. one can pick their brother. You pick your friend. You can't pick your brother, no. So the brother gets you a pass for me. Does he? Yeah, we're brothers yeah. by someone else's decision. Yes, this is true. We're friends by my decision. Right, that's true. That's true. Okay, fine. Brother with okay. the bunny ears. All I'm saying is I just don't think that <laughs> was the type of... the bunny ears on brother. That's dangerous. The point of the matter is I just felt like it was so weird to make that joke to your brother's wife. Like, I, was, well, am I supposed to be like <laughs> laughing with you about it? Like, I hope that shit ain't rubbing off on my husband. <laughs> I was, First of I all, was your like, husband just found out about it. So how could it be? No, 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 no. He has always known that his brother was a cheater. Oh, cheater to his heart. Okay, okay. Brothers don't count because he, you can't pick your brother. You can't pick your brother. But let's no. go a little deeper. Let's what about deeper. Petey? Okay, yes. Let's, let's go on the Petey. other one. Troy and Chaz. Petey, Troy, and Chaz. Do you like any of them? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as evidenced oh by the extra long I hope long that pause. these episodes never get listened to. <laughs> but from what I have been told, I, it's not the best bag. And, and like you said, birds of a feather flock, flock motherfucking together. together. So I don't I know. Mean, I, some people believe that. Some people do not. I believe that. I believe that. I, and I, I don't know. It's just been... I will say as far as Troy and Chaz, they're always down to support Ricky with the things that he's doing. I just feel like with Petey, there's always something that comes up. Stuff that ain't even happened yet. He already making plans to cancel, right? And it's just like, well, damn, I don't feel like he shows up for Ricky enough Mm -hmm. for you to say that you're somebody's best friend. Now, I don't necessarily have anything to say about him as far as his personal dealings, which I do know some things, but at the same time, I don't feel like those have necessarily rubbed off on Ricky. You know what I'm saying? And I think as you get older, you can kind of separate a little bit in terms of how you move. You might know your friends is raggedy, but at the same time, that don't necessarily mean you're raggedy and how you move in your relationship. And so Does that they, make sense? Yeah. They met as childhood friends? or They, they have known adults? each other since middle school. Okay. And so does that change the the answer for you that's my question like uh, if, if someone is friends with people whom you don't necessarily like or you they have questionable behaviors does it change how you uh feel about it if they went you know when in their lives they became friends with these people yes but at the same time, because we live in different states, they're not, you know what I'm saying, where they can see each other every day or whatever. You only see them when y'all come together for family events and stuff like that. For the most part, I don't, there's not really much I can say about that. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, because they don't live close together. Now, if he lived in Georgia, I don't know. I might be feeling some type of way about it. Now, why do you think the living part changes anything? Just because they would be hanging out more. So do you not feel like, who you speak to can have, I guess, an effect on how you move and how you think. 
Yes, it can. And they do talk every day for the most part. And that's a problem. But most of the time they talk via text message. It's not like calling on the phone. But what the, most of the stuff that they talk about, funny enough, is about religion. They they don't really talk too much, from what I can see anyway, obviously, um, about relationship stuff. Because at this point, Petey is married. And he's been married for a long time. Mm-hmm. Troy was engaged. Chaz, on the other hand, has been bouncing from girl to girl. So... I don't know. And these are the guys he calls his his brothers, the chosen brothers, if you will. So let me be clear. You're fine with these relationships with these people who you've heard unsavory or, you know, not so great stories about strictly because they don't live in his area. For the most part. And for, for instance, Troy actually came to Atlanta last weekend. He just called Ricky random. It was like, hey, I'm in town. What's up? Ricky said nothing. Have fun. So <laughs> okay, okay. You know, so I don't, I don't know. And that might change for you if they were to live and actually interact, like go somewhere. Together. Right. I would probably be a little What's bit the more. Distinction? The distinction is I'm going to be more. I guess I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more. What's the word I'm looking for? Uptight. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, Why? where y'all going? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm going to be wondering. Uh-huh. What do y'all do when y'all get around each other? Because obviously okay. I've never seen the dynamic. I don't know what that's Got like. You. And so for you, the company you keep, that whole phrase, is more tied to physical interaction. Yes. Okay. In my estimation. Okay. But what would you say? You think it, it matters even if you're just having those text conversations? Absolutely. Because there are people who listen to podcasts just to get encouraged. There are people who listen to church online. There are people who, you know, audio books, all of that. To get encouraged. And right. I think if you're speaking to someone who is speaking about garbage, you're not going to want to keep entertaining the conversation. If you're talking to me and you're talking crazy or you're talking about things that don't interest me, mm-hmm. I don't need to talk to you every day. I mm-hmm. might not need to talk to you at all. That's like me having a conversation mm-hmm. with someone who's in their thought season. Mm-hmm. She's going to want to be on the phone talking about, girl, you know, I was just at the club last week. F-R-E-E for a nigga free. And I was at work. <laughs> and bitch, I got cases and I'm tired. Right. And this this conversation does not serve me. Mm. And you're irritating me. Mm. Because what the hell are you talking about? You know, like, we're right. just not going to really have much to dialogue about. Because I can't entertain the foolishness. And me listening to it, just at minimum, being on the phone is me entertaining it. Mm. I can't do it. Mm. It's annoying. Mm. So I just, no. Mm. If you talking to a fuck nigga, hanging with a fuck nigga, I <laughs> I probably cannot be the one. Do you think it, it defers depending upon your age? Like, well, because I feel like the thought season, I, I see okay. myself at 40 being in a thought season. Now, see, this is where I feel like it's it's not fair. Right? No. no, it's not fair because everyone wants women to ex- experience their thought season in their early 20s when they're in college and if you didn't get it out your system then then you're woo woo bad. I don't agree. Have your thought season whenever it's convenient for you. There are 40 year old thoughts out here, 60 year old thoughts oh, out God. here, 20 year old thoughts Jesus, out here. Please. Find your group. Find your home. Please, Lord, don't ever let a thought season come to me in my 60s, God. Please. Have you never I had one? I have one. I definitely have one. Then no, you don't get another God. one. Bitch, it's over. Oh, so I can't, I can't get another one? Okay, I just want to make sure. Oh, you know. That's I know how this works. I feel like thought seasons come after, you know, you, you may have had a bad situation and you're just trying to get back out there. Grow up. grow up you said it you get to a certain age and you're like okay it didn't work out that's fine it's for the best it it, it'll all come together for the good of those who love the lord and Uh, move on be quiet you don't keep getting a thought season just for every breakup what are you okay so this lady was on the strawberry letter i love strawberry letters man because it gives us such good dialogue but this last (laughs) strawberry letter this lady is in her 40s right she said she was married Talked about how voluptuous she was and blah, 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 blah. But her husband cheated on her, right? Mm -hmm. So they went ahead, got divorced. And now she just wants an uncomplicated situation. She just want to be able to have sex, no strings attached, right? Mm -hmm. So she was talking to a couple of her friends about wanting this, you know, nothing complicated. Just being able to have sex. And so one of the guys was like, well, you shouldn't be in situations where it's just sex. You need to be getting something from it, from the guys or whatever. So... 
she suggested to two guys that she was interested in, hey, you know, if I'm going to be having sex with you, I want you to pay for something, basically, or whatever. And the dudes was like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Both dudes was not cool with it. Then another guy she was talking to who was her friend, quote unquote, but she said she had a sexual relationship with him years ago. And she told him the same thing. So, and he was explaining to her again, the same thing the other guy said, but Steve said to her that the dude only said that because he was trying to see where her head was at in terms of wanting to get back in her pants. Mm. Since they already had a sexual relationship before. But the point of the matter is, I feel like she was really getting ready to restart a thought season, even though she in her 40s and had already been married. So are you not entitled to one after? No. No? Did she have to be in a thought season just because she doesn't want strings attached? What I feel does like it mean those to be different. a thought? You can have sex Second without- topic, what does it mean to be a thought? No. Because I'm not clear. That hoe over there. You can be... <laughs> I know what it means. Um, I know what it means, but... You can but... be in a single season without being a thought. She's saying, I want to be in a sexual relationship with someone with no strings attached. That's not thoughting. If you out here for anything and anybody at any time just to get it popping, not doing the fact, running a car facts, the dick facts, not doing the research, that's thoughting. Mm. She can be in a consensual relationship where she's just consenting to adult sex and none of the rest of it and that's not necessarily being look at you being mature I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like most people would not would not you ain't never fucked the same like nigga. oh to know the difference right. exactly there is a difference it's just like the difference between being in these streets and for these streets hmm. there's a thin line but you can tread it lightly and you know the difference okay so if you for the streets, are we fighting? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The streets. You just being. A- I'm out here. I'm dating. I'm open. I'm meeting. I'm mixing. I'm mingling. You know okay. what I'm saying? But watch your mouth. <laughs> Have some respect. Don't try me on the wrong day at the wrong time because I'm gonna cut your ass out. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. Mm-hmm. You can have some decorum and have a relationship that's not. Girl meets boy. Boy beats girl. Now we're together. Monogamous. Here we go. Right. There is. I mean, come on, y'all. It's 2023. Yeah, I, I you ain't got to be spreading ego for everything and everybody. This that's, is true. That's this is true. This is true. That so, is okay. So, the next part of this is, again, do we feel like when it comes to, I guess, talking to our spouses about our friends, do we need to dial that back if we don't want them to feel some type of way about people? Do you care if they feel some type of way? <laughs> to some degree, yes. <laughs> you, don't want them, you don't want them to feel some type of way about you hanging with somebody because they know too much information so, but okay. then it's like babe let me tell you what it's like you don't yeah. even think it just... and so now that once you've told it if they come to you and tell you I'm not comfortable with you hanging out with so and so what do you do <laughs> I don't know and I hope this situation never happens to me Really? Yeah, because I wouldn't know what to do. Well, again, it also depends on how long I've been friends with that person. And let's what? say since middle school. Okay, for instance, my best friend Letitia. Now, my thing is, you. I feel like you have to know your spouse well enough to that they're not going to be influenced by what their friends are doing. Mm-hmm. That we there's a separation. Like I can hear the rundown, girl. What you do? Da da da, and not pick that up what if you know your spouse to be someone who is heavily influenced <sighs> then i'm gonna have to say nah nah <laughs> if if you picking up on trends uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know what i'm saying you always switching it up based upon what other folks are doing then nah you birds of a feather flock together you're gonna get fleas you know? and so then you're gonna tell the person i'm, I'm not comfortable, not comfortable. With you hanging with this person okay yeah i would just have to tell you and so on the flip side if someone told you Listen, I know you to be a person that kind of shows traits similar to these people when you get around these people. Right. Um, I'm not comfortable with you being this person's friend. What do you do? I'm going to have to cut it off. You're going to cut it off? I'm going to cut it off. And I, honestly, I think it also depends upon where you are in your relationship. And now, what this, you want from my, my husband it obviously comes before everybody else. Right. So I'm not going to be picking no friend over you. That's the hierarchy of authority. So, now, I mean, what about people who are working to be married but haven't yet been there, haven't yet gotten there, right? So, right. for you, it's not a it's not a hard toss up because it's my husband right. or my friend, right? Who I kind of know ain't shit. But f- what about people who are potential husbands 
and my friend who I've known forever that I also kind of know ain't shit. Right. Like, does the answer change? The question being, okay, what am I getting from this friendship besides hearing about all your thought shit? Like you, what, what else is this friendship bringing to my life that is worth it to keep it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think we'd have to do some type of evaluation that way. like, Or at least say to friend, sis, I'm going to need you to dial it back just a little bit because mm-hmm. you're doing a little bit much. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to, you know, rub off on me. I'm not trying to be getting fleas. To be completely now, do honest. you really feel like the majority of people have that much maturity when it comes to it and that ability to self-check like what you just said? Like, hmm, let me reevaluate and, and balance what this d- relationship has to offer me versus what this relationship has the potential to offer me. Like, do you really think people are doing that work? I would like to believe that. <laughs> but it's kind of one but of those things where ain't. it's like, you it's going to be in the moment. You won't know until you're in it. And I would submit that most people are not. Probably not. They're not. I'm just not going to tell that lie. And then you, you end know. up single with a bunch of girlfriends that ain't happy. That ain't. Again, birds of a feather. Sometimes it might be self-sabotage. They they want you to be and single then, with them. And then you know what happens? Later on, that friend that you left that man for gets married. She ends her whole season and you out here looking goofy. Right. Speaking of, <laughs> uh, this is a side note. Did you hear about Sierra's new song? No. So Sierra has a new song that's in the similar vein of Beyonce's Single Ladies, basically. Okay. Where... You're talking about being independent. You don't need no man. Uh-huh. Blah, 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 blah. So all of the comments were like, don't listen to don't Sierra. She's going home to her husband. So is Beyonce. I said, I was like, what is the difference between Beyonce singing single ladies, even though she's been with Jay-Z how long, versus Sierra doing the exact same thing? A lot of music doesn't match necessarily what's happening in my personal life. And they was going too hard in the Always overly critical of Sierra. They, they really have are. They just the been going, going and hard I don't know to paint what on that her is, because they, they don't like Russell. They need to let it go. Yeah. I feel like they were hard on her before Russell came into the picture. They were. They've always been they hard were. on this girl. And I don't get it. Let it go. The future stands are just ridiculous. For some reason, and this he's man, a goofpot. everything connected to him, they want people to just be sad and, and low and just, they got to be under, the his, drugs. Feet, under his drum. It's the drugs. It's got to be, <laughs> it's gotta be the drugs. Because I was like, how is this different from single ladies? Even though I didn't care for the song as much. And I mean, I, I don't, I, I agree to some that maybe your art should mirror where you are. Your life. I don't. At the same time, you can mix it up. Like you can do anthems for everybody. Yeah, I don't agree that it has to mix where you are in your life. Yeah. I was listening to Michael, and they say he was touching on kids, but Michael will still bump you. Well, R. Kelly got in the mirror. Listen. You weren't looking at the man in the mirror. R. Kelly got a whole <laughs> a chokehold on girl. Play. God damn! Like the you, you cannot deny this man's musical genius. Okay, Separate the man from Ooh, the music, you have the woman to. from the mic. You have to because that's the only way I can get through Cosby Show. Honey. You got to separate Heathcliff. <laughs> From Bill. Okay. Hello, Two different people. Hello. Two different people. Hello, somebody. Because I know we canceled him, but yeah. I still will bump 12 play yeah. if I hear it. Okay. So, all right. The next part of this that you brought to my attention that we okay. want to discuss is, okay. are you supposed to be best friends with your significant other? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, we've always we talked about this. But yes. before we got to that part, let me just... So that we're in the note that we're ending on. Right. Your stance is if you hear things about your significant other's best friend that you don't like, you're still going to be open to giving them a chance if they're not physically present and physically interacting with them in a heavy amount. Right. If, however, they were to be interacting with them in a heavy amount, you might say something. And at that point, you would ask for them to do a balancing um, type scale in their head where they figure out how each relationship is serving them right. and which one is more important and expect them to make that decision. Right. And that's twofold. That's what you would expect from your significant other. And yep. that's also what you would do if it was expected of you. Right. And then okay. depending upon how long they've been friends with this person, especially ones we going well into childhood, you have to be able to understand that your spouse is different from them. You should know enough about them that they wouldn't do what the other person is doing. You know right. what I'm saying? Cause right. otherwise why would they tell you? If they knew they was doing that too, do you think somebody would be willing? Girl, baby, yes. let me tell you. 
Wow. You think they would tell yes. you everything their friend is doing and still be out here yes. doing the exact same thing? Yes. I just can't. I, wow. <laughs> yes, I think so. Okay. I think people hang out with cheaters and they be cheating. Yes. As a matter of fact, I have friends whose significant others have cheated or have done drugs and they hanging out with people who do drugs and who cheat and you don't, they're saying it like they're not doing these things. Flash forward five years later, they are doing the same things they was talking to you about. Wow. Mm. Okay, well that kind of kills my other point then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know because before Ricky and I got together, they used to plan whether they went through with them or not, but guys trips all the time. Mm -hmm. A a lot of time international trips. So you you never know what's going to be happening over there. And what you think you know is probably what's happening. See, I'm going to say that. Don't say I I don't think you're going, babe. I don't think you're going. Nah, I'm gonna be like, nah, I don't feel comfortable. Okay. Y'all can't go to Philly? Yeah, right. Right down the street. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. I don't know, babe. I don't know. So we want right. to know, are you? what do you guys think about your significant others, if you have one, and their best friends? How important is it for you to like them? And would you tell your significant other, if you weren't comfortable with them being friends with them, how yeah. would you navigate that? We'd like to know. I'm can, telling you telling? I'm telling. <laughs> Email I'm us at atlwateringho at gmail.com. You didn't answer the other question. What was the other question? Do you have to be your significant other? Okay, so that we just we getting that part out the way. All right. Do I think, I, I believe that there is a best friend component to being with with your spouse, your significant other, because you're around them 24-9. It, it ain't even seven. It is nine. nine. You know literally everything about this person. This person Hopefully. farts around you. This person gets sick around you. This person is, you know literally everything about this person. So there is definitely a best friend component. Do I think they have to be a best friend? Not necessarily, no. Okay. No, but I think there is a best they friend component. They have to at least be your friend? <sighs> no. Like, put it like this if I wasn't in a relationship with Ricky I could still be friends with him is what I'm saying like I think he's a cool person and is that not a requirement I think that's a requirement you have to uh-huh. at least like them as a person you can right. laugh with them they're dope they, you can't and it can't just be the sex and the and romance the sexual chemistry right you yeah. have to be able to laugh with them and like them because there's going to be a time when certain things are not happening then what do you have you're going to fall out of love at some point at some point what, what, what memories am I going to be living on if it's just you know, the good times. You know what I'm saying? Agree. I so agree. I do think there is a, a component there, but I don't think it's like to the point where, you know, they're your only best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. sometimes people might get so caught up in their spouses, they forget that they had outside relationships. And that's Absolutely. so important to maintain those, you know, so you don't get on each other's nerves and you're not on top of each other. Hell, Ricky pushed me out the door just now when it came to record this podcast. Yeah. All right. Oh my God, babe. You get ready to go do the podcast. He was tired of you. He was tired of me. I'm tired of you shame, too. Shoot. Shame, shame, It is what it is. But you need that separation. You, you do. do. You, you do. do. And I do think that there are some people like my husband, my husband. My All hu- I do <laughs> is my husband. All I talk to is my husband. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. You can probably drive your friends away if you do that too much. Because we don't care. Don't. I mean, <laughs> we care, don't. but we don't care. We don't. And I, reminding myself you know that i'm now that i'm in this stage to not forget who i was before i got married you know right. what i'm saying i want to always remember i had a life before you and i'm gonna have a life after you and you've done a good job you go to pot you do the podcast do. you go to brunch you i be, do you know i do you my be step i'll be on the move. her gym stuff she's on the move i'm so on the move i'm not she's done a good job mm-hmm. for sure run that back like yeah. i'm never gonna be just completely just somebody's wife or even somebody's mother i made it a point that I always had a separate life because I know how it can be when you are wrapped up in all these other things outside you of yourself. yourself. You can yeah. lose yourself in motherhood. You can lose yourself in work. You can lose yourself in a multitude of things to where you don't know who you are outside of any of those things. And y'all pray for me because I think I done lost myself in work. Oh, yeah. Mm, Jesus. The work. The, the life of a lawyer tale. Oh, whew, Jesus. That, that's a whole I'm other episode. do a memoir. You think <laughs> I can get a Grammy? <laughs> you probably could. You got some stories. You got that plantar story. I got a lot. Sticking in my mouth. That ain't even related to the law. But no, because (laughs) you was like, does 30 hurt? And you come back. Hurt. (laughs) Man, damn. I was like, okay. Wow. I I need to go go in the gym more and make sure I got plenty of muscle. I was going. 
doing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. They told me going to the gym is actually what led me there. She said every time you got on that treadmill, your foot was cracking Mm. into little bitty pieces and you Mm. had no idea. Mm. I said, so because I'm trying to stay fine, this is not okay. Yeah, that's... 30, this is not... That's cruel. Yeah. Yeah. That's so bad. Anyway. Yeah. So what do you think? What do Do you feel like you need to be best friends with your significant other? Best is tough. Friends, absolutely. Um, best friends I struggle with just because when I think of best friends, I think of people who know things about me that could potentially put me in jail. Right. Could potentially. You know what I mean? Who's gonna like pull a plug? Like my best friend, regardless of what everybody around is saying, if my wishes are in black and white to pull the plug, do not resuscitate. Mm. He gonna do that shit. He gonna pull it. He's going to say this is what she wanted. And I think that that element is a little strong when you're talking about your significant other, because you do want them to see you in a certain light. Right. And you do want them to have a softness and an affection for you that your best friend might not have. My best friend talks shit about me daily. He'll call me and answer the phone like, what up, ugly? Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Mm. And that's okay because I know at the end of the day, certain things that matter, he's going to have. The heart, but he's also going to have enough respect for me to respect my decisions when the heart goes out the window. Mm. Certain lights he doesn't see me in that I always want my man to see me in. Right, I think right, being a right. best friend too much in a relationship kind of wears off the sexy. Mm. I want you, if we got to choose oh, between, I, I think we're, when we were talking about this beforehand, I was saying how when you are best friends with somebody, with no strings attached or anything like that. They're going to see sides of you that might not necessarily work for your spouse. You know what I'm saying? There's a level of expectations in your relationship, your marriage, that ain't going to fly. Right. You, where it might with your best friend like best friend let me tell you what had happened blah yeah. blah 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying they go like girl now you know you ain't had no business doing that but they gonna put up with you because they're your right. friend mm-hmm. so you know there's a level of liking like you I, I'm gonna put up with your shit even if I, I don't think you are shit but your if you tell your significant other the same thing don't be like what the fuck was you thinking about right and I still want you to have some type of butterflies for me which right. was something else you brought to right. my attention do is that necessary a necessity in a relationship and all I think the time for me i want you to have them at least some of the time and being a best friend might kill that right right and the reason why that came up is because married at first sight all the couples on there keep saying i just i just don't feel the butterflies i don't know you don't know this people <laughs> i mean you have to work on it if you're not even work trying you're never gonna get there and you're on an experiment you're on oh a show God. where someone else picked it out the one got me watching this mess were? again dad don't put that on me ricky bobby <laughs> she was watching it long before and her husband <laughs> is who told on her ass because she said she was boycotting y'all heard her last episode and he was oh babe uh you I'm like, oh, okay, so you don't want to watch? No, I don't want to watch it as he's turning it on. <laughs> you full of shit. And yes. then he's like, pause. What, it, what, it, what happened was, what he should have did, see, like, he be giving commentary and everything. Shout out to Ricky with oh, the dude, He be watching uh, Lifetime and Married at First Sight just like I am. <laughs> He even listened to the commentary on YouTube with me. But let her tell it. She was firm in her beliefs. I'm black cotton. I, was. I, I knew it was a lie when her mouth told like it. A and what did you fall like a three dollar? Yeah, I'm right behind him. <laughs> he the leader. Birds of a feather. Basically. God dang. I said I wasn't gonna watch it. Now I've been sucked in, and I don't she know. This wanted season, to watch it anyway, what? y'all. Hence I why didn't. she was like, "Give me the update." But this season just feels even worse than the season with Paige it and is. Chris. It's bad. It's just bad because nobody has no one likes each other. And then even what is it? Uh, Chris and the girl with the, uh, the 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 small head on the big body. <laughs> he is seriously dealing no, with some kind of depression. It's not Chris. What is his name? Is that his What is that man's name? Maybe it is Chris. I'm See, sorry. child, you don't even know the man's name yourself. That don't make no sense. The point of the matter is depressed guy. Them dogs got him in a choke. Depressed guy. Them dogs. And small head on big body. <laughs> I just don't. You're wrong for calling 
her. You I watch you look at her head. Every time you look at her head, you see black out. Her, oh, it name, don't match. His name is Chris. Thank you. I'm losing my mind. I knew that man's name was Chris. Okay, Chris Dogs got him in a chokehold. Yes. Like it's really weird. Your affection for them is a bit much. It's though. a lot. You that you act, but see, you know, and I, if white folks listen to this, y'all kind of extra when it comes to these dogs. If, Seriously. I mean, at this point, yeah. Yeah. Because he could have had a, a, a normal conversation. Hey, babe, check this. So the producer said, yeah, we can't have all the dogs in the house. How are we going to make this work? Yeah. It ain't you need no tears and crying he like you lost your best friend. Dying. He was saying like somebody died. Everybody thought someone died. I thought somebody died. That's what I thought. Or he just was having a, a, a moment of depression. I literally thought he was having a, a, yeah, like a nervous breakdown. A he might so, need meds. I don't yeah, know. for sure. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. If you need meds. You what you need. Please. Not at all. Do you watch Harlem? And this will be our last thing. I love before. Harlem. So you notice how the Grace realized that she needed medication. She did need the drugs. She needed the drugs. That is totally okay. Now, it, black folks need to do a better job of talking about it. Because all of a sudden, her mom like, oh, you know your depression running your daddy's side of the family. And why am I just now hearing this? So, you didn't think I could use this information, you know, years ago? You just gonna drop this on me when right, I'm in the thick of it. Right, right. Damn near in the park, lost, for yeah, weeks. wandering. Probably you could have told me that ahead of time. Shout out to Whitley. Hey, girl. Why do y'all continue to give this lady accents that don't work? Because that is a fool. Terrible. It is a fool. And Terrible. she can't catch a break. Can't. She ain't even been in a lot of stuff. And this is what you come back this with? This is what y'all give her, this sad Jamaican accent. I'm just so mad about that, y'all. <laughs> but anywho. <laughs> lastly, before we have a new theme song, y'all. Oh, yes. Oh, and my God. It is amazing. Shout out to my homie, Jordaniel Riley, who I've been friends with literally since elementary school. We've known each other a long ass time. And so he is a very talented hip hop artist. He goes by Jordan L. And so I know he is just like, he's good off the dome. So I just asked him, I said, hey, can you do a jingle for me? And he does them anyway. He was like, I'll do it. And within a day, he had oh, a jingle for us. It is like, and I don't amazing. know you, but I look forward to meeting you. Is he yes. in Michigan? He is in Michigan. Yes. So when we go for the bachelorette party, maybe I will get to meet him. You did an amazing job. Huh. Let me tell you. Okay. Listen, I'm so excited. So you guys will actually hear the jingle on this episode. We're so excited for you guys to hear it. It's just amazing. I'm like really grateful for that. So yeah. Give us your thoughts. Give us your Let thoughts. Let us know if you bop into it the way hey, We're going to leave all of his information in the description box so you guys can reach out to him if you want to get your own jingles done. But this is another episode of ATL Watering Hole. I am EJ. And I am Lawana. Yes, yes, yes. And as you know, I am the IP referee for EJ Lee Law, where the model is to be referee whistle official. Hit me up 678-343-2799. And I am repping for The Fells Firm, where advocacy is a priority. Call us if you need to, 404-610-8677, or look us up, www.thefellsfirm.com. It's Black History Month, guys! Oh my God, can you believe it? We don't. We need more than a month. Support like a Black support, support a black, black business. business. I did support a black business this weekend. Okay. I absolutely did. I support one every month, but especially this month, you guys support absolutely. one. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, all of our information will be in the description box. We've got a couple different things coming up that we want to do. We're going to do some segments. Yes! Um, definitely excited. some legal segments. So be on the lookout for that in our next couple of episodes, guys. Absolutely. Love and light. Love and light. Thank you for joining us once again for our shenanigans. Come on down. Bye. Come on down. Hey, come on down. Come on down, hey. Welcome to the ATL watering hole with the one and EJ dropping gems with the love and the laughs on replay. They highlight the vibe, talk ish and get live. So fasten your seatbelt and enjoy the ride down to 85. Hit the cruise control. Next stop is the ATL watering hole down to 85. Hit the cruise control. Next stop is the ATL watering hole.